What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Bankroll Blitz. This time we're doing things a little different. We are going to give out the NFL division winners. It's your boy, Mr. Brad Thomas, and we have Pop Holiday, Bobby. How are you doing today? I'm good, man. We're talking about NFL. We're back. We are back. This is the first inkling. We're under 100 days to the NFL. I was excited all week when we decided to do this, just looking at NFL stuff. And even though NBA is winding down, I I can't wait. I can't wait to September. Yeah, man. Like I love soccer. I love basketball. But there's no greater love of betting on NFL, breaking down NFL games. It's just that the pageantry of the NFL is so beautiful. So let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, we're going to start with the NFC South, and I'll take this one away. And I'm pretty sure we're going to be aligned because this line is disgusting and it makes total sense. I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Bucks. The Bucks have Tom Brady back. They added Akeem Hicks. You know, they're losing a Dominican Sue, but I think I think their offense, their defensive line is going to be one of the best defensive lines in the entire NFL. They drafted smart. They are getting healthy. And again, when you have the GOAT, you can't count on Tom Brady. It's just like one of those things. Like I saw someone say something somewhere where the Bucs are going to suck this year. And I said, why do you think the Bucs are going to suck? He said, because Tom Brady's in a retirement year. I said, every single time we have counted out Tom Brady, he has surprised us. Tom Brady, the year the Bucs won the Super Bowl, the win total was set at seven and a half. <laughs> the win total was set at seven and a half, and the Bucs ended up crushing it and won the Super Bowl. Who do you got? Uh, I'm with you. I don't have too much difference. I mean, the, the Bucks at my, uh, about minus 320, I think, is what I saw. The only question mark I have around the Bucks is Todd Bowles. Does I mean, yeah. he has been a head coach before. He is defensive-minded. Does the team step back under Bowles? I say probably not, just because Tom Brady is Tom Brady. He was really running that team as much as Bruce Arians likes to think otherwise. Um, you, know, you pointed out Sue's not coming back. We still don't know about Gronk yet. Um, I do have a feeling if he's going to show, he's probably just going to skip camp. Yeah, but um, the Bucks at minus three twenty. It, it's well, out of every division winner here, I'd say probably the most confident in the Bucks, just because the rest of the division is in so much flux. Yeah, we look if we look at Atlanta, if we look at Carolina, they are rebuilding. I do think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch the Falcons this year. Mariota into Desmond Ritter. They do have some pieces that I think will be entertaining on a you know on a on a red zone day for some touchdown parlays and pits in London, but. Other than that, it really is a one-horse race. Saints are plus 380. Um, decent value, but, I, I mean, how do you replace Teron Armstead at left tackle? Yep. I do love the combo, the Ohio State combo of Alave <laughs> and Mike Thomas. I like that they replaced Marcus Williams with Marcus May, pairing him with Tyrone Mathau. Um, But this is the Bucks division for all intents and purposes. Saints, maybe a wild card, but that's I think that's ceiling for them this year. Yeah, the Saints this year kind of remind me of Jameis's last year with the Bucks, where you we know what we're getting from the Saints with really elite defense, especially adding the Honey Badger. That is probably my favorite addition for them. Um, and their offensive firepower, they have a good wide receiver core. But then again, it's gonna a lot's gonna ride on on Jameis, especially Jameis off an injury. So Bucks is it, Bucks is just like it's, it's Bucks or or you're just value hunting at that point. Yeah, and one thing before, I mean, just to, to wrap up on the NFC South from my side, um, Panthers at 13-1, to 1, uh, Falcons at 24-1. to 1. There are some books that allow you to pick the order of the division. I would put the Falcons above the Panthers. At this point, I think yes. they're already looking at the 2023 draft, hope to come away with one of those top two quarterbacks. Carolina's probably going to be a bottom three team in the league for me next year. 
Yeah, probably. All right, let's move over to the NFC North. Who do you have winning? I have an upset. I have, okay. and this is going to be a team I'm very, very fond on next year. They're my big, they're my big boom team, and it's the Minnesota Vikings. They get Kevin O'Connell, former Rams offensive coordinator, to step into that head coaching role. They were an eight-win team last year. I think they can make a jump to 11 or 12 wins, and it's really because of that offense that's in place. You have um, you have Kirk Cousins, you have Adam Thielen, you have Justin Jefferson, and you have Dalvin Cook, and now they can follow that L.A. Rams mold of Cup, Woods, Todd Gurley, or whatever back you want to choose. But the offensive scheme, I think, bodes well for this personnel. And you have the Packers who, I mean, we're going to talk about it in a few minutes, but – I think this division is right for the taking. So plus 280 for Minnesota, it's an upset for me. And I really have my eye on the Vikings issue. I back the Vikings as well. And the first thing I want to say is, you know, it's hard to count out Aaron Rodgers, but so much production was lost in losing Devontae Adams. At minus 175, there's no way in my right mind that I could think that I want to lay the juice for a team that has question marks and will continue to have question marks. When you have a Vikings team that has... I mean, I'm going to call them the three-headed monster and Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. And, and, and Kirk Cousins is grossly disrespected year in and year out when he is a very, very productive uh, productive quarterback. I, I didn't even bother looking at the Bears. <laughs> I, uh, I I still think that I'm not sold on, on Justin Fields yet. It's one of those things that Ohio State quarterback always go out there and they put up great numbers. Then, then what do they do in the NFL? And so he's going to have to prove me wrong before I even think about that. And the Lions are going to be the Lions for some time. I no, I, I completely agree with your assessment on the Bears. It's it seems like I mean they lost their two most talented players, Allen Robinson, yeah. Leo Mack. They are and rebuilding Hicks. again, but they have a QB heavy draft coming up in 2023, and I think they got their guy in field. So if they yep. do land in that bottom three with Carolina or top three, depending how you look at it, <laughs> they could really cash in on some picks and build around Justin Fields. I don't think this year is that year. Um, just taking – oh, the Lions, I actually love their offseason. I, I love that they got Jamison Williams. I love that they got Aiden Hutchinson. Chark is a great boomer bust free agent signing. I think they can be a seven or eight win team. Now, that's yeah. not a playoff team, but I think they can make a big jump. They were extremely competitive in the first half of last season. Um, and, yeah, man, we're uh, one more guy to talk about Minnesota because we're going to be doing bankroll blitz every week. Yes. We're going to be talking touchdowns and early lines in the beginning of the year. Irv Smith coming off an injury, a tight end in that offense. We're going to get some great value from him weeks one and two to score a touchdown, go over on his yards. So he's going to be a guy I'm going to be talking about early, I think, in the beginning of the season. Absolutely. Irv Smith's good. And uh, I'm kind of sad for uh, for the Lions when it comes to Jamison Williams. He's not going to be ready for camp. And you know what happens when a rookie wide receiver misses camp. They, it takes a while for them to come on uh, to the scene there. Let's move over to the NFC West. I am going to start this off with the LA Rams. I'm, the line I got was plus 125. The offseason for the Rams um, in terms of locking down players for these two-year contracts, especially – especially Aaron Donald, it's obvious. They're in win now. They know what their window is, and they know how short their window is. I am really, really excited to see Allen Robinson. Like, I think that is going to be exciting because poor Allen Robinson, his entire career, he's never had a quarterback, ever. And he's still put up great numbers. Now, he gets one of the best quarterbacks in the lead without any distractions, without having to be the man. We know Cooper Cup's the man. Now you can just go out there and chill and vibe. I, I like it. Uh, 
the Cardinals would have been my sleeper team uh, prior to the uh, the DeAndre Hopkins nonsense. But until we figure out DeAndre Hopkins, if he's going to win this appeal or not, I'm not even going to bother putting plus 400 on there. Just too much controversy. 49ers are solid um, if you're just looking for value. But I was kind of wanting them closer to plus 200 instead of plus 165 is what I was sitting at. No, I'm I'm with you on the Rams. Obviously, shocked it was plus one thirty. Thought it was going to be in the negative category. I did too. Because I mean, the Seahawks, we could just take them off the table. Not again, another team looking forward to the 2023 draft. We already had three teams that we think are going to be bottom three, bottom five. We mentioned the Niners. I think they're going to move forward with Trey Lance. Depending on how that uh, Baker Mayfield Deshaun Watson situation pans out, I think that could be a place where Jimmy G gets dealt. Maybe before the beginning of the season. Maybe before the deadline, but I think we're going to see Trey, uh, Trey Lance roll, uh, and he's going to struggle at least in some of the divisional yes. teams uh, against the Rams, particularly with that front seven. Um, Cardinals at plus three twenty. I don't think they win the division. I think they can finish second in the division. Um, you mentioned Hopkins. Hollywood Brown steps in. Big season for James Conner. I think coming about, um, and, and I do love the offense with more time to gel with Zach Ertz. Remember, he was a mid-season A. Yeah. Uh, but they do another one. They lost Chandler Jones. Big piece to that front line who's been with the, the Cardinals for a while now. Um, and then the Rams, plus 130. I do love them to win the division. Big losses, though. I mean, they lost Whitworth to retirement. Darius Williams signs elsewhere. Sebastian Joseph Day goes to the other L.A. team in Los Angeles. And they lose Von Miller, who was a huge addition late in the season. Yep. But they gain Brandon Wagner. Very excited to see him on that uh, defensive front with Donald and, and with Ramsey. Uh, and then Allen Robinson, you already pointed out. Another thing to note, with all of these restructures from Cup and Donald, there's rumors that OBJ is almost almost a done deal by now. There's okay. at McVay's wedding. Um, he's not going to be ready for the beginning of the season, probably around November, but he knows the offense, going to have more time to learn it and get up to speed. And come November, December, January playoffs, if you have Cup, Allen Robinson, and OBJ, you could have the best wide receiver trio in the league now that um, – you know, now that that Tampa Bay big three has been broken up. So yep. love the Rams at plus 130. Uh, tell us what you got for the NFC East. NFC East, a lot of hype coming around Philly, but I think the Cowboys actually take the division. It's plus 115. They have one of the easiest strength of schedules, and you can't really underestimate how important that is for a team that needs to get off on a hot start. Just looking at their schedule – the Lions, the Bears, the Texans, the Jaguars, and that's not counting the division games against the Commanders and the Giants. So um, I do like the Cowboys to, to pull it together this year. Uh, I do think CeeDee Lamb in that number one role cemented with Noah Murray Cooper can really excel. Uh, I know the hype's around the Eagles, but I'm, I'm just – I'm not sold on Jalen Hurts. Do love some of the moves they made this offseason, but for now I'm rolling with the Cowboys at plus 115. I'm going with the Eagles um, and I'm going to follow the hype because one thing that happens for a quarterback or a quarterback who, who might be struggling or might not be as good as you think, just put good wide receivers around him. And that's exactly what they're doing. And that's exactly what they've done. I also think drafting Jordan Davis was really a monster draft because he's going to plug up the middle. He's just such a big guy. He's going to be hard to run on. Nicobe um, Dean was really good too. Dropped. Good. Dropped. Like, I will say this. And I'll say this once because I have been a Dallas truther year after year after year. I am getting off of Dallas this year. And a lot of that has to do with Dak Prescott. I think Dak Prescott is one of the best quarterbacks in the entire NFL when there's no pressure. 
But when the pressure's on, he folds. And that is why I am not taking him. I think the Eagles are going to have a very strong season. Dallas will have a strong season. Now, when they play each other, that's going to be very interesting. You, it's funny. You're you're getting off Dallas. I've never been on Dallas. This is my first <laughs> time that I actually like them to win the division. You're ready for pain. Get ready. One, one of us is going to hit. Yeah, one of us will be right at some point. Yeah. But, and he, and just to touch on the other two teams in the division, Commanders at plus four fifty. I do think they could be an interesting team. They do have some offensive weapons: McLaurin, yes. Gibson, Curtis Samuel, finally fully healthy. And I love Logan Thomas. He's going to be another guy I target from a touchdown perspective early in the league. Still love that defensive line. Best front four in football for my money. Um, oh, yeah. And potentially a wild card team. If they can make it click early, I think we could see them hit nine or ten wins, depending what version of Carson Wentz we get and how healthy he is. And then the Giants, um, I'm looking forward to Saquon Barkley. I, I want to see him really put something together. Yeah, um, I think he could explode and replicate that rookie year. Love their draft. Love Thibodeau. Love Very Neil. I think they're building in the right directions. It's just Daniel Jones for me. I don't trust him to make the leap, even with Brian Dable there. I don't think so. And everyone's just – there's been a lot of talk that uh, Daniel Jones is making this big move this year, and and I don't see it. Brian Dable's a really good, really good offensive, court, offensive mind who knows what to do with struggling quarterbacks or grooming quarterbacks because he's done it his entire career. Um, he, he did it in Buffalo. He did it in, when he went to Alabama – now he's going to have to do it again with Daniel Jones, but we'll see what happens, man. I'm just not – I just think, man, like I just think he's bad. Two wins for everyone in the division. That's, that's <laughs> Yeah. <my guess. laughs> uh, AFC East, uh, I'm going with the Bills. Uh, man, I don't even have a lot to say about the Bills. I just think that the Bills are so talented with Josh Allen. He is their entire offense, and, and that's no knock on Stephon Diggs. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm, I'm not knocking anybody else, but – I was one of the people early on when they drafted Josh Allen who was like, what a waste of a draft pick. This guy's going to freaking suck. Wyoming quarterback, blah, blah, blah. Man, I love everything about Josh Allen. And uh, if I were to, to sprinkle some money, it would be the Patriots. It would not be the Dolphins, even though the Dolphins had a great offseason. It's because I actually trust Mac Jones more, trust Bill Belichick more, and I trust the Patriots defense more. Even though the Dolphins defense is better, yeah. I trust it more. No, I'm with you on the Bills. Doesn't need much. You had Von Miller. You had Roger Saffold. It's Super Bowl or bust. Yeah. Minus 180. Was actually expecting probably minus two, minus 220. So minus 180 might be nice to throw into um, a, a conference winner, a division winner parlay. Uh, Patriots would be my second as well. I do think Mac Jones develops a little bit more. But they just lack the pop. Yeah. Really no gets. explosiveness. No. No. I, I, and I'm not there. Miami does have the pop. Yeah. But I actually think – I shouldn't say a regression at head coach because we don't know what to expect from the new head coach. Um, but I, I love the previous one a lot more. There could be some yeah. regression there from a coaching standpoint. A lot of people want to talk about Tyreek Hill. Teron Armstead and Connor Williams, I think, are the big signings that no one's talking about for Miami. That's going to help Tua more than anything, being able to stand in that pocket as a smaller yeah. guy and hit some of these these wide receivers. So uh, I'm not. I, I want to see Miami first. I'm not going to put my money there. They could be the biggest boomer bust team this NFL season. Um, and then the Jets, they're 20 to 1. Hell of a draft, man. Love their yeah. draft picks. Love what they did. Think they're moving in the right direction. Is their ceiling six, seven, eight wins? That's a good season for them. If they yep. can hit eight wins, you've just made a huge leap over last year. So nothing I would bet from a divisional standpoint, but they'll be a team that I watch. Obviously, local market, they'll be in the area, but excited to see how Zach Williams progresses, especially with those weapons. Yeah. 
Exactly. Um, and last thing I want to say about the Dolphins, um, you know, there's rumors that Tua is actually um, almost back to full strength after his hip injury. So I, I want to see some deep bombs. I want to take some uh, longest pass props before the, the market gets uh, gets kind of skewed there. Because you know the price is going to be real low for those. Uh, AFC South, I'm going to start. I'm going off. I'm going with the Colts. Um, you know, a lot of people, uh, you know, casually just forget about Matt Ryan. Like when he was in Atlanta because Atlanta was a bad team. The Colts are a great team. Good offensive line. Good defense. Best running back in the league. And the difference between Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz is Matt Ryan is safer with the football. And he knows how to win games. And that's no knock on, on Carson Wentz in terms of game management, calling him a winner over over Wentz. But Matt Ryan will put you in a position to win where Carson Wentz, if he has you in a position to win, I think he's more likely to turn the ball over than actually um, than actually score a touchdown. The Titans, we saw what happened uh, during the middle season when they had no and, I, and I'm not not dog, uh, dogging um, dude out of Arkansas, but when they had Burks and when they had no no wide receivers, they were a totally totally different team. And I think that we're going to see a lot of that this year. Um, Jaguars, I really like the Jaguars to take a, the next step, but that next step is not going to win them the AFC South. No, no. Uh, Colts at minus one hundred five seems like a steal to me. Um, yeah. I have the, the Vikings as my my big jump, my dark horse in the NFC. I have the Colts as my dark horse in the AFC. With the NFC, the AFC West beating the hell out of each other, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. I think the Colts could potentially be a number one seed in yeah. in the AFC this year. Great wide receiver core. You talked about Jonathan Taylor. Um, when we talk about futures, I'm going to be talking a little bit about Matt Ryan. I'm very, very excited uh, about the Colts. I think the Titans take a step back. Uh, I mean, you, you, Henry Derek Henry coming off an injury season. You start looking at his age. You start looking at his workload. It's a lot to ask of Traylon Burks to step in and make this offense move, especially with Ryan Tannehill at the at the helm. So Titans, I think, take a, a step back, but still finish second in the division. Um, Jaguars excited to see Scott Peterson, Brandon Scherf, big additions to that franchise. Yes, huge. A lot of hype around Travis Etienne early. I mean, I, I saw one tweet. Dude, of, the fantasy hype is is nuts. Oh, he's going to be like Christian McCaffrey. We heard that yeah. last year about Antonio Gibson. There's not many Christian McCaffreys in the world, but if the Jaguars can get the five to seven wins, that's a good season. Um, the Texans, I think I'm going to be able to make a lot of money on the Texans next year. I don't just from a player prop standpoint. Yeah. I like Davis Mills. I like Brandon Cooks. Rookie Damian Pierce, running back from Florida. Hidden gem in this rookie class, he doesn't have much competition. It's Marlon Mack and Rex Burkhead. They're in full-blown rebuild right now, so give the rookie some carries. I'm, I'm going to be keeping an eye on Pierce coming uh, you know, during camp to see if he can win a starting job. But by week four, week five, I think he's going to be the bell cow guy. But yep. give me the Colts. <laughs> let's go. Let's, let's talk about the AFC West here. The, I don't think that there is a single team on here that you could bet, and I would say, dude, that's a terrible bet. Um, so tell me who you're going with and why. I'm going with the Denver Broncos to win the division. Um, so much talent on offense. They lose Vaughn. I mean, they, they gain Russell Wilson. Just let's say that much. They yep. gain Russell Wilson, best quarterback they've had since Peyton Manning. That's been blown up at nauseum. They lose Vaughn Miller, but they bring in Randy Gregory. Um, I do think defensively this team has some weapons there. They were one of the better defensive teams last season. Didn't get a lot of praise for that. But they're going to be a team that's going to play with a lead for the first time in a long time. Uh, and I think that's going to be exciting for this Broncos defense, particularly Bradley Chubb. 
They're plus 260. And, and like you said, anyone can win this division. I wouldn't be surprised. But to get it at two and a half, almost three to one on the Broncos, I think this is Russell Wilson's year. Finally gets an MVP vote. Um, but but give me the Broncos at plus 260. I love that wide receiver court, just being completely honest. That's totally fair. I'm going with the Chargers. And for me, it's the defensive additions in the offseason. J.C. Jackson, um, Khalil Mack. Now, this, 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 the rushing attack is disgusting with Joseph Day, Joey Bosa, um, Khalil Mack. And, and then they're going to lock it down in the secondary. I'm really big on um, Isaiah Spiller. Uh, and I don't know if that's because I'm an SEC guy or, or what, but he has the tools to be any kind of running back you want. And what's good about that is you have an aging Austin Eckler who now you can spell with Joshua Kelly, Isaiah Spiller, and, and, and not see much of a drop-off, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for this team, very excited for this team. We'll see what happens. Um, you know, I think they're probably going to have the most pressure out of any team in the uh, AFC West because I think that the Broncos are not going to have as much pressure because Russell Wilson's just such a good locker room guy where he doesn't feel pressure. Now we'll see what kind of leader Justin Herbert is because this is what year three for Herbert is put up or shut up. Now you need to guide your team to the, to, to the AFC championship game. That is when you start to solidify your legacy in this league. No disagreements for me there. Uh, the Chargers could be could be representing the AFC in the Super Bowl, and I wouldn't be surprised. You mentioned all the pieces they added, um, and then offensively, I, I love their wide receiver duo in Williams yeah. and um, Keenan. Williams Allen. finally had the season that everyone was expecting in a contract year. Who would have thunk it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Chiefs are favored at plus one fifty five. Entirely new wide receiver court. Juju yeah. Smith-Schuster, Marquez Valdez-Scanling that they took away from Green Bay. They have a rookie named Sky Moore who wears number 24, and it's bothering everybody on Twitter. Uh, Byron Pringle is gone. A guy I'm going to target early on in the season for his props, McCole Hardman. Still yeah. around. Probably the only one who knows the offense as well, you know, better than anyone else there. So early on in the season, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to expect the, the connection between Hardman and, and Patrick Mahomes to still be fresh while the other guys – get up to speed. So Hardman on some receptions, over on yards, and touchdowns, I think would be a good play. And then the Raiders. Now, the the Raiders are – Wild card team. Seven to one. Yeah. Way too – more than I expected for the Raiders. Now, they add Devontae Adams. They add Chandler Jones. These are big moves big for that team. Big. I love what Devontae Adams means for Darren Waller, but Derek Carr is the – the fourth best quarterback in this division, as insane as that sounds. Yeah. That's the only reason I wouldn't put my money there, but seven to one's great value. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, AFC North. Uh, I am actually going with the Ravens. And I was really mad that the Ravens were such a short price, but you know, they, they, they're losing Hollywood Brown. Um, but I didn't really think that this was the kind of offense that needed this great offensive uh, wide receiver uh, just because of their offensive flow. But one thing that happens for them, is they are finally healthy. That was what plagued them all year, and they still had a semi-decent season. Bengals uh, are going to be a good team. Joey B is a beast. Um, you know, they added some freaking offensive line help finally there. Um, and then when we're to touch on the Browns, we don't know what the Browns quarterback situation is. So if I were to, like, take a flyer on the Browns, I would want my price to be closer to, like, plus 400. And mm-hmm. Steelers, uh, man, they're going to be rebuilding for a little bit. Yeah, pretty much. I only the only thing I'm different with you is I flip flop. Uh, I actually went with the Bengals at two to one to win the division. There, loved Alex Kappa and Lyle Collins additions on the O line. 
that freed them up and gave them the ability to take best player available in the draft. So they added more to that front uh, that front line to help out uh, to help out Joe Burrow, who got destroyed most of the season and still made it to the Super Bowl. Um, if they had a better O line, they probably win the Super Bowl. Yes, I was a little bit shocked that they were behind Baltimore, but I like a lot what Baltimore did this offseason. Great offseason. Big ad in Marcus Williams. Big ad in Kyle Fuller, and they draft Kyle Hamilton. Could be the and you already have Marlon Humphrey. Could be the best secondary in the league. Um, question marks at wide, wide receiver though. You got Rashad Bateman there filling in for, for, Hollywood, for Hollywood Brown. Um, you know, expect another big year from the tight end Mark Andrews. Looking at the Steelers, I think Pickett could be starting by the bye week, which is week nine. If Trubisky is starting, love Najee Harris from a touchdown perspective week to week. It's probably going to start off at minus 150, 160, and then I think we'll eventually see Jonathan Taylor minus 200 for yeah. for a touchdown in a game. And then the Browns, like you said, until I know who their quarterback is, I can't judge them properly. I do love the Amari uh, Cooper signing. I think Donovan Peoples-Jones and Anthony Schwartz Plus Njoku and Chubb, that's a formidable offense. Yeah. Even if Baker Mayfield's under center, I don't think he is. But if he is, I do like those offensive weapons for him. Uh, but you know, Watson is the big question mark. So really tough to, to pin down, pin down the Browns. But I'm going with the Bengals. I, I think they repeat, and I think Joe um, Joe Shiesty is real. Yeah, small hands. Joe is killing it. Hey guys, thank you so much for. Oh wait, do we talk about our Super Bowl picks yet? No, I was about to end this, but let's go ahead and get our Super Bowl picks. Um, I already have – I put this on Twitter. Um, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at plus 3,500. The price now that I saw was somewhere around plus 700. I think that this is a great opportunity for the Bucks to win the Super Bowl because they were my favorite to win last year. And the biggest problem with Tampa Bay Bucks was they were not ready for a team who was going to out-physical them, and that was the L.A. Rams. Now they have Todd Bowles as head coach, who all Todd Bowles talks about is physicality, being the first to the spot, playing with passion. As being a Bucks fan, um, you hear a lot of things. You hear a lot of rumors, and there were rumors swirling that guys didn't respect Bruce Arians, and they really, really started to gain traction when the Antonio Brown thing started to happen. Todd Bowles will change that, change the, the attitude that our team plays with, and having Tom Brady back is just so amazing. Of course, I'm going to root for my team. Who you got? Before I go, I was just saying I'm truly jealous that you got the odds that you got and jumped on. <laughs> would you say 35 to one or 40 to one? 35 to one. 35 to one. Yeah, it's just it's ridiculous. They they sh- we can pencil in the NFC Championship game right now. It's the Rams and the Bucks, or at least yeah, I hope it's. The Rams I believe and the Bucks. it will be. Which leads me to my pick of the LA Rams. Yes, you can say me and Brad are both homers, but <laughs> it's not a coincidence that both of these teams are the top two teams in the NFC, especially which I think Green Bay takes a step back. I think we both can agree. Yes. Green Bay may not – they may not host that home game, that advantage that they love so much come Lambeau in January. Uh, give me the Rams to repeat. I think it's somewhere 12-1, to 14-1, depending on where you yep. get it. No team has repeated since the – I forget which year, uh, New England Patriots. I think the Rams are – they're built for this. They have equipped their team to be in a window, in a three- or four-year window. If you look at Aaron Donald's contract, it's built for the next three years. Cooper Cup comes back. They're bringing these guys in. They're getting value out of late-round draft picks, and they're getting cheap vets that want to come and win. Um, and I do think they bring Odell Beckham back before the end of the summer. So give me the Rams to repeat and win the Super Bowl at plus 1,400 or 1,200. Either of the two, I'm taking it. 
Hey, man, sounds good. Let's go Rams. Let's go Bucks. Let's have another great NFC championship. Guys, thank you for listening to Bankroll Blitz. Be sure to download the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or however else you get your podcast. Best of luck.